listening to Tatter Nation Pro Football Podcast. What's up? This is Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. My name is Troy Papa Tud. We got the genius Noah Young in the house. What up? We got Take God, lowercase t, lowercase g, Michelangelo. And not in the studio today, but zooming in, we got our boy, King Tud, Father Alvarez, straight from the monastery. Zoom, zoom, zoom. What's up, guys? Was that a Xenon? Uh, that, was, uh, that was a deep cut that's right there. That's crazy. You caught it. That was a bop. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a bop, dude. Make Protozoa, dude. Boom, boom. I haven't seen that movie in years. I know that. I know that song. Yeah, right straight away. I was like, was that? Is that a Mazda commercial? Nope, that's Xenon, mm-hmm. girl of the twenty first century. I, yeah, that's super supernova girl right there. Supernova girl. Yes, sir. Um, and if <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about, that's okay. Um, you're either too old or too young. Mm-hmm. And if you know what we're talking about, you know what we're talking and about. And you missed out on some really nice frosted tips. <laughs> some cool guy tips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need any tips on how to be cool, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, hey, we just finished up week two of the NFL season. Um, man, week two, I think there's the overreactions from week one. And then week two comes around. And some of those overreactions are starting to look like, hey, maybe this is just the new the new thing. Mm. And then there's other things that kind of come back around, like the Chiefs winning, a couple of different things. Um, hey, but let's just go straight into the 20-second recap where we're going to talk about the games of this week. 20-second recap. Let's go. I'm going to start it off. Tua was coming off a game for the ages in week one, passing for 466 yards, but would have to go against Bill Belichick's defense in game two. The Dolphins were leading at the half 17-3, and it looked like McCorkle worked at McDonald's. But the Pats came marching back, and just like week one, came up short. Shout out to my short king himself, lowercase t, lowercase g. Nice. 24-17, Dolphins with the win. Wow. That was a great 20-second recap. I like that. Thank you. 20 second. Who's taking it next? I'll, I'll go for it. All right. Chiefs versus Jaguars. Despite getting three takeaways versus the Chiefs, the Jaguars looked like the same old Jaguars we know and love. They wow. couldn't capitalize on the takeaways and only scored nine points. The Chiefs didn't look too great either, but in the end, they got the job done with Travis Kelsey's, Travis Kelsey's return, avoiding going into an 0 and 2 record. Oh. Nobody wants Two. that. One. Mm. I'm so glad Kelsey's back. Yeah. He's and back. our boy Chris Jones. It was Ooh. felt. All right, I'll take the next one. Second. All right, Giants Cardinals. The Giants staged a remarkable comeback, erasing a 21 point deficit to beat the Cardinals 31 to 28. Daniel Jones threw for 321 yards and two touchdowns. My uh, With Graham Gano kicking the game winning field goal. Uh, despite trailing 20 at halftime. Um, and 28 to 7 in the third quarter, Giants came back and Saquon had a great game too. Yeah, he had a great Let's game, go. but he's going to be out for a couple weeks, huh? Yeah. High ankle sprain. Yikes. Yikes. He gave it his Yeesh. all. 20 second recap. Let's go. All right, Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys fans are losing their minds right now at 2 0 after a 30 to 10 win over the Jets. This might just be their year. Walk in the park win for them as they create three sacks and four turnovers, three of those being picks from Zach Wilson. Garrett Wilson had only two catches, luckily, one of them being a 68 yard touchdown. Brees Hall only four touches in this one. If the Jets want to see some success, they got to get their stars involved. 
Wow. Ooh. Yeah. The Jets. My favorite thing to come out of the game was the commentator's Orange, comment. Talk about a deuce on the loose. <laughs> Lions and Seahawks. Seahawks started the game on an 18-play touchdown drive with Kenneth Walker, the third, breaking Pater, one of two tutters on the day. The three-headed monster of DK Lockett and Noah Fant. Huh? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Allowed Gino to throw for 328 and two tutters. Looks like the letters got lost in the mail again, boys. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I like it. Um, but yeah, their defense, uh, the Lions' defense didn't didn't look too good again. So. Recap, All right, Vikings versus Eagles. Biggest takeaway from this game is it's only time before the NFL bans the Eagles version of the QB sneak. It's an mm. absolute cheat code. Mm. Eagles look good with DeAndre Your mom's Swift. A cheat code. <laughs> Eagles look good with DeAndre Swift rushing for 175 yards. Kirk Cousins added to his MVP tour with 364 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Justin Jefferson also had a great performance with 159 Ooh. yards. Oh, buzzer beater. Gosh, I got to step up my 20 Oh, and two, but it's game. the year of Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 20 seconds. Cousin love. Sucks right. like Kirby. Falcons, Packers, each of these teams debuting a uh, new <laughs> QB1. Uh, Falcons pulled off a thrilling comeback, beating the Packers 25 to 24. It's another comeback. Uh, Bijan Robinson, the real deal. He was slicing and dicing it. He looked like Five, just unstoppable. Four, Loved through three touchdowns, three, but uh, couldn't two, stop the Falcons from taking the W. Looks like unstoppable, sounds like mustard. Bijan yeah. Robinson. I think he started his own brand of mustard, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought I heard that. Second recap, let's go. All right, Raiders and Bills. The Raiders came out strong in this one, scoring on their first drive. Garoppolo to Adams. But unfortunately for them, that was just about all that they could get going as they were outscored in the second half, 17 to nothing. The Raiders couldn't do anything against this Bills pass rush that helped create two picks for the Bills. Uh, Meanwhile, the Bills offense was rolling. Josh Allen looked like an MVP candidate again. Uh, Yeah, Bills win 38 to 10. Let's go. James Cook looking like an RB1 too. He did. He did. 20 second recap. Let's go. The Niners and the Rams. Atheist McCaffrey opened up the scoring on the day for a 14-yard zone right that was cut back for a tutter. Puka Nakua found a Breakfast Club-style friendship connecting with Stafford. 15 times, 147 yards. Kyron William was versatile, adding a tutter on the ground and in the air. But still the most disgusting team in the league beat the Rams for the ninth straight time in the regular season. He caused Sean McVay Shanahan to hyphenate his last name. Uh, 40 losers, 30 Rams, 23. Second recap, let's go. Nice. Bears versus Buccaneers. Justin Fields look absolutely lost out there. Processing defense is slower than it takes my grandma to run a marathon. The Bears look like they had a chance in the fourth quarter to come back, but after running the exact same screen pass on three straight plays, Fields throws a pick six on his own five-yard line, putting the game away for the Bears and basically locking up the first overall pick in next year's draft. Oh, wow. Just so you guys know, uh... We, uh, I, I know his grandma. She would run faster than, than I think anybody else her age. Still, still, that <laughs> was pretty good. She's got wheels. <clears throat> All right, Panther Saints. Uh, the Saints beat the Carolina Panthers twenty to seventeen, moving to two and zero for the first time since twenty thirteen. Wow. Tony Jones Jr. Uh, uh, filled in for Jamal Williams, scoring two touchdowns. Uh, Saints defense did really well, sacking Bryce Young. Uh, four times, and the Saints now share the lead in the NFC South, while uh, the Panthers drop to 0-2. The rest of the teams are 2-0. Hey. Dang. NFC South for NFC the South. win. Look yeah. out. Recap. Let's go. 
Ravens Bengals. The Ravens run game doesn't miss a beat after losing Dobbins as Gus the Bus Edwards takes over and scores a touchdown in this one. Bengals get the coveted kick six on a punt return. Zay Flowers comes up with a massive 70 yard grab looking like the real deal in Baltimore. Burrow had a decent bounce back game. Uh, T Higgins two touchdowns. Baltimore wins 24 to 27. Mm. Burrow might have an injury. He might uh he might be out next week. Calf Recap, let's go. Is that my last one? Is this last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Commanders Broncos, my maybe my favorite game of the week. It was insane. Broncos were leading 21 to 3. They were letting Russ cook. He was incredible. Uh, but what happens next? Sam Howell leads the commanders to an amazing comeback. Takes the lead. It's you got like a couple seconds left. Russ throws an amazing Hail Mary. Score is about to tie it up with a two-point conversion, but they don't get a two-point conversion. I feel like we need to have more time on this. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But guys, the Broncos curse is not done yet. We have one more, though. This is not the last one. All right, Colts versus Texans. Anthony Richardson led the charge earlier oh. in the game with two rushing touchdowns. But left after scoring the second one um, after getting a concussion, Minshew Mania came in for Richardson and held off the Texans' surprising passing attack with C.J. Stroud throwing the ball 47 times. Uh-huh. And Nico Collins going for 146 receiving yards and one touchdown. The Colts one thirty-one to twenty. Okay. Yeah. One. CJ Stroud. What? CJ Stroud. Collins. Nico. Who Ooh. is? This? Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know why I thought I had the last one. Um. It's fine. Recap. Let's All right. Here we go. Chargers. Titans. This one went into overtime, baby. Uh. Titans may be okay. QB after Tannehill runs runs for a touchdown. Throws a dot to Nick Westbrook Akine for a touchdown. Drops a seventy yarder to Burks and a fifty yarder to more. Keenan Allen had a day going off for 111 yards, eight catches, two touchdowns. Chargers uh, struggled without Austin Eckler. Ultimately, they can't get it done in overtime. 27-24 Titans. Chargers 0-2 on the season That game surprised me. That game really surprised me. Yeah. Pretty evenly matched. Yeah. I I thought Tannehill was done. You think. That's what everyone thinks every year when the first half of the season he sucks. Yeah. I remember when he was on the Dolphins. And everyone was like, yeah, Tannehill's done. Right. Resurrected his career a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then every year he does things where we're like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that's, this is why we always say he's done. And then he has games like this. So it's 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 interesting. Yeah. It is interessante. Um, but, hey, before we get talking about some of these games, let's just uh, – Let's do one of the one of the things that we like to do last year. Maybe not last year because last year sucked. Even though King Tut has a rightful ownership of the season bright three. spot of yeah, last year. Yeah. Um, no asterisk there, bud. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, what's up with all that? You guys been hearing about like the commentators keep saying like asterisks. Have you guys heard about that? Is it asterisk or asterisk? Asterisk at risk. At risk. Ast- asterisk. Asterisk. SK. Yeah. Okay. But like when the Lions lost to the or beat the Chiefs week one, they were like, oh, Lions beat the Chiefs. And then they were like, but there's an asterisk because. Is that a new yeah. thing this season or have they, have they always been doing this? I mean, like that's something that you put on like Barry Bonds because he did steroids. <laughs> but that's not really something that like, like plays just don't, you know, some plays go one way, some plays go the other. Yeah. And, you know, some calls get yeah. called and some calls don't. I don't I don't think it's fair to be like, Oh I agree. This is not a real win. It's every like yeah, it's, every, it's a it's a win. Every team's equally susceptible yeah. to injury, to bad calls, to all those things. Yeah. I I remember they them saying that in the Chiefs game and I was like, That's dumb. Like why 
Jones is up. Jones is there. He he's the one who decided not to play that game. So why are you gonna take it away from the Lions uh, just because he's not on the field? Also, there's a bunch of other players who aren't on the field right, right. now for the Chiefs. So yeah, yeah, it was a weird statement. Nah, they beat them fair and square. It was a weird statement, and I and I heard uh, this last week they used it again. I can't remember exactly where, but it was like there was a a missed like a missed uh, pass interference or holding call that ended up deciding one of the games and they were like oh there it is again like the and i'm just like dude knock that off mm. that stuff happens all the time yeah. yeah i agree what game was that that was because that was a super close game oh was that the seahawks game there that was that happened in that one to seahawks lions the, uh yeah yeah broncos um commanders as well yeah stuff like that yeah. happens you know and then the ones at the end of the game always get highlighted, but the face mask that gets missed mid game yeah. just is like nowhere to be it found. It sucks when you're on the wrong side of it, but we've all, every team's been on both sides of it. Right. You know, Nickel Roby yeah. Coleman is still my favorite Ram of all time for that hit <laughs> on, uh, on the Saints player. Um, was it wasn't called though. So we're good. They had a chance in overtime anyway. So they did. They did through a pick. Yeah. So, so that's, that's their fault. Yep. Um, but Hey, uh, yeah, let's, let's go into a little bit of hottest and notest. My balls was hot. All right, hottest and notest for this week, week two. Um, I'm actually gonna go with the notest first on this one, and the notest that I'm gonna be talking about is the Jets' offense. Mm. The Jets' offense is horrible, and I think they actually have a better uh, offense than the Jets used to have when they had Rex Ryan, when they had Matt Sanchez, the or the uh, the butt fumble. Jets and those guys went to the AFC championship multiple times and so you're looking at this offense the running backs are there Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall where are they how are they not running them more right they got a quarterback that can't throw the ball let's run these dudes into the ground play great defense and win some games yeah it's time for a new quarterback yeah I don't even think I don't even know if they have to do that they just have to stop calling pass plays I know you got Wilson but hey run the ball run the ball run the ball run the ball and then Wilson's gonna be open down the field and hit him you know what's frustrating is like Wilson had one incredible throw that was like sideline I think he stepped out of bounds got to Garrett Wilson yeah 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 and it's just frustrating because it's like where's where's this guy he also had to stop throwing that ball he also had a bomb that could have been a dot but he threw it to the defender so yeah yeah (laughs) Four touches to Brees Hall is ridiculous. Bro, I don't know. It's insane. He got me 0.4 points in fantasy this week. Just for all the fantasy owners, uh, Robert Salad, please run the ball. <laughs> you know these guys love fantasy too. Oh, yeah. They're they they care about the fantasy yeah. owners for sure. Yeah. All right. Hey, if we're talking noddest, uh, let me go ahead and talk about my guy on the Bengals, Jamar Chase. Ooh. Ooh. What? Jamar Chase. uh, I mean, it's just a slow start to the season. It's like, where is this guy, right? T. Higgins goes off for two touchdowns, and we always know that T. Higgins is a baller. But especially, again, if we're talking fantasy, all the guys who drafted Jamar Chase as a top three pick, they are rioting in the streets right now. Jamar Chase has only about 70 yards and no touchdowns through two weeks. Wow. Crazy. It is pretty crazy for someone who had such a great uh, season last year, had a great rookie season. We're talking a guy that was in the Super Bowl, and he was a big reason why. Um, and then, yeah, where is he? And his quarterback, Dude. Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, yeah. Joey Cool. Yeah, You ain't doing too well either, brother. 70 yards and no touchdowns. That's a middle-of-the-pack tight end stat right there. Right. <laughs> 
true. That's yeah. rough. I think Zachary says better yardage than he does. Yikes. Mm. All right, I'm going to go hot, Ooh. hottest. Ooh. We're going to go Puka Nakua. Absolutely balling over two games. He has 35 targets. My goodness. Which is absolutely insane. I don't know if they've just found the next Cooper Cup or this is just Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford picking one guy and like we're rolling with this guy. But Bro. either way, he's balling. He's it's not like he's making like just like easy open catches. Like he's making some tough catches. He like is. it's like it's genuinely impressive. And I think especially when Cooper Cup comes back, that's could be nasty. That's Dude. kind of scary. I'm going to be, be honest. Nasty. I think it's going to go Cooper Cup number 1, Puka number 2, and Tutu Atwell looks like he's coming in for a number 3. He had like 75 yards last week after having 117 yards week 1. Dude. We get, we might have a little a little three-headed a little like a three-headed uh snake. They not to uh, skip a little ahead, but I, I have him as number twelve in my power rankings. Ooh, hey, so hey, let's they, go. That was a, I was surprised by that score. I'm starting to think Matthew Stafford walked into L.A. He's like, all right, there's one thing I know how to do. Let me tell you, McVay, <laughs> it's what I did in in Detroit when I had Cal, when I when I had uh, Calvin Megatron. Dustin. Megatron. Yeah, yeah. I, we're gonna pick one guy and we're we're gonna just feed him, feed him, feed him all day. And he's picked Cooper Cup and he picked Puka. And it works. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's I nice. It. Puka has the most receptions, most yards, and most targets than any player in the history of the NFL first of, over the first two games. Wow. Of, their, of their career. Of their career. Dude, yeah. fantasy owners are just salivating. That's crazy, that dude. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Still no touchdown, though. No touchdown, when, but it'll when come. The tutters coming. It'll come. Yeah. I'm going to stick yeah. to a wide receiver for my hottest. Let you guys finish this. Tom Brady gonna make y'all look like Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. Let's go, Mike baby. Evans, man. I was watching the highlights for this. I thought I was covering this game. I wasn't, but I was happy to watch it because, <laughs> dude, Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans were lighting it up. Mike Evans, 171 yards and a touchdown, but it felt like he was scoring everything for these guys. It was an incredible game. Uh, Mike Evans is showing. I don't know how old he is, but he's just he's one of the most consistently dominant wide receivers in this league uh bucks are lucky to have him dude forgive me if i'm wrong but mike evans has never had a season under a thousand receiving i, think you're right. I don't think i don't think i, he think ever I heard has. that stat last year yeah yeah and he's had some some doofuses throwing the ball besides tom brady to him and so this year you know baker comes in and people thought hey who is baker he's been on four teams in the last four years or last two years or whatever the the crazy thing is and dude baker's playing well baker's playing well Evans looks like a beast. Yeah. Hey, the Bucks are two and zero. Bucks defense is looking good. Burn the ships, bro. Yeah. And they, I mean, the division. Hey, what? Where's the shade at, uh, Jameis Winston? There for. Bro, he's a doofus. <laughs> is he the doofus? He's a doofus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jameis is my all favorite quarterback doofuses. of all time, but he's a doofus. <laughs> Literally just Jameis Winston. <laughs> all right. Was Fitzpatrick with the Bucks for a minute? He was. Yeah. Also, you yeah. know, just like a dude, he's a he's, he's a doofus. You know, he's mm. a he's a, he's a bobba da boopy. Mm. Um, yeah. So let me go with my hottest now. My hottest for this week, week one doesn't doesn't tell the whole story because Daniel Jones is a dual threat mm. quarterback. He had the first six quarters of this season. The Giants didn't score a point, it, and then in the terrible. last half of this game. He showed why he was paid that much money. He took over the game. He had a nice, like, 19-yard scramble for a touchdown to get it going. And then he just started finding everybody, getting everyone involved. Dude, if Daniel Jones can play like that, the Giants are going to be fine. 
Vanilla Vic. I don't know why their defense let the Cardinals score 28 points or whatever they did, but that, that's for another Data story. Jones, man. They, okay, I'll be honest. I think that the Cardinals, they went out there, and they're like, they're testing the waters. They're like, how good can we actually play? And then once they were up, they're like, wait a second. We still need that first overall pick. So then they kind of just like reeled back, and they're like, all right, let's let them win this. What, Josh Dobbs isn't cutting it? Dobby, you see, you see, see Dobby out there <laughs> slanging it? Can Dobby run? get a touchdown? He had a good run, actually. But, uh... <laughs> Master gave right. Dobby a sock. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're waiting for the uh, Cardinals primetime game to to use Dobby for a, a can't miss. Uh, can you give Dobby a touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. All right, my hottest for the week has to be, uh, we already talked about him a little bit, but Nico Collins. Mm. Come on. Mm. 146 yards, seven receptions, and a touchdown the guy just went off and really here's the reason why i think it's so good it's because he's a guy that no one expected yep. rookie qb the the that wide receiver core is nothing special nothing to write home about but nico collins is getting it done he's looking good no w but he's looking good sweet sweet all right we got a noticed real quick i'm gonna finish it off not much to say about this but uh Sean Payton, you're sitting at 0-2. Uh-oh. You had a lot to say in the offseason. Uh-oh. How are you going to blow a big lead like that? We just talked about it, but, uh, yeah, I, you're supposed you're supposed to bring life to this team, and uh, that's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Um, yeah, it was a crazy game, though. It really was. Commanders-Broncos. It really that was. was. The Commanders... Um, how should I put this nicely? Their team name is horrible. Yeah. First of all. Yeah, we 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 cover this when they were picking a name. You know like what? we I, came up with so many better names than Oh they yeah. Did. And that's <laughs> dude, I, I couldn't have I couldn't have hated it more. Um besides Major Tuddy. That's pretty <laughs> sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out Tutter Nation. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> like you guys don't like us, but uh we're still gonna name a mascot after you. Um but yeah, their team, uh I have like besides, I mean, who do they play week one? Um, like, uh, who did they play week one? The Commanders, yeah, Cardinals, Cardinals. Okay, and then week two they played uh, yeah. Mister Unlimited, and so I'm like, yeah, you're two and zero, but like, are you though? I, yeah, it's kind of how I feel I, about them. I, mean, I think winning against the Broncos. I mean, like, I know, you know, they look better than last year. I think the the Cardinals win is like meh. Beating the Cardinals, like that's not. But I think beating the Broncos is actually like, I don't think the Broncos are bad. Well. They're own two. Yeah, but I mean, like, they'll probably finish like nine and eight. Yeah, or, I mean, you think? Yeah, I think so. Probably. You think? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. Th- I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that seems a little a little high for me on the Broncos. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's still so early. Yeah. Only week two. I mean, Sam Howell is doing what he needs to do. I think he threw for almost three hundred yards this last game. They do get the Bills next week, so we'll see how they do against a team that actually knows how to play football. Right, right. Bill- I don't I don't think they're they're going to do well. But do the Bills know how to play football? I think they do. I they, mean, they, Josh Allen, they've been look- he looked good this week, man. 38 to 10 against the Raiders. I honestly I didn't watch that game, so I was just basing it off of <laughs> week 1 and I know yeah, that dude was throwing one. ducks. That's yeah, all I no. know. The, yeah. the Bills the Bills had some uh they came back with with a vengeance for week two. Mm-hmm. I think they looked like the yeah. Bills that we're accustomed to seeing over the last four or five years or so. 
Um, the Bills are going to be fine. Uh, let's do yeah. a little little tea time, though, before we start talking about some other stuff. Hello, and welcome to Tata Nation Tea Time. All right. Mm. Uh, yeah, the first thing that I want to kind of get into on Tea Time is uh, a little bit back with the Jets, just because... I want to talk about this running game that is non-existent, and they have two of the best running backs in the league, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. Mm. Um, I honestly think it's a coaching problem on the offensive side of the ball and not necessarily a personnel problem. Everyone's talking about, hey, let's bring in a quarterback that can do some. I, I think, I honestly think we need to stop. I say we. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the Jets, but stop passing the ball every single down. Like they literally, like Brees Hall had four touches, dude. Four? How many times did they run it overall? Do we know? Maybe we could pull it up. <laughs> they've got like a good... I mean, Dalvin Cook is an arguable, you know, RB1. Right. But those two guys should be each... I mean, regardless, the the Jets need to be rushing the ball like 30 plus, plus times they a need, They need like a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Right. Like one, Just two. pound the rock. Yeah. Run the dang ball. It's looking like... Less, less than twenty carries in total wow. for the entire team. That's ridiculous. Do you think that's just because they were planning on this big air um, offense with Aaron Rodgers, and they just haven't had the time time to like switch the game plan yet? You think they're going to slowly start working well, in more and more runs as they switch up? Yeah, I do kind of think that they're running under this. Hey. We still got a great team. Let's just keep things the same. And it's like, no, nah, you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You don't keep things the same. You need to change. It's the, like in basketball, my favorite type of player is the three and D guy. In in football, some teams need to be the run the ball and play defense type of mm-hmm. people and win games 13 to nine. Like that's the Jets. Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to be scoring the 30, 40 points this year. You guys need to be running the ball, taking time off the clock. The more time you have the ball, the better. Don't let the other offense have the ball. Your defense gets takeaways. They score a touchdown. They win the game. Like that's, they need to call up sexy Rexy, dude. Rex Ryan had the had the plan, dude. That's 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 what they used to do, man. They used to run the ball like crazy. They had a defense, and I think this Jets defense is better than Rex Ryan's defense. And Rex Ryan's defense was great, but I think the players they have here could be even better. So they need to channel that inner Rex Ryan. Go out there. And start winning some games. You don't think Zach Wilson is the problem? I I think that if they put in Carson Wentz or they put in some other guy that they can get, they're going to get similar results if they're going to keep passing the ball. Mm. They need to just figure out their run game, get it going. That's how they're going to win games. That's great. Does Zach White have a – or sorry, Zach Wilson have a backup? I'm sure he does. Well, yeah, but like, who who is he? Yeah. Do we know? I mean, they. Ha- I would imagine they're going to bring somebody else in at some point. I would. I mean, I remember watching Hard Knocks. I didn't know who the third guy was in the quarterback room. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Tim Boyle. Yeah, they see that needs to stop. Oh. That needs to stop right there. Yeah, at least bring in Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, mean, to I think they back up Zach Wilson. They have to at this point, especially because as the season goes, there's going to be quarterbacks, other quarterbacks that get hurt. Somebody's going to pick up Wentz at some point. What about trading for Andy Dalton? I thought or, about that too. Yeah. Ooh. That's not, it's not terrible. He wasn't terrible when he was on the Saints. Like, 
Yeah. He was okay. I was thinking Andy Dalton, maybe he's, maybe Teddy Bridgewater. Is he still with the Saints? Trey he's with Lance. the Panthers. <laughs> Trey, oh my. Guys, come on. Yeah. Trey Lance, that was a big name. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody? Yeah. Anyone remember? Josh Rosen. Ro- Josh Rosen. <laughs> the names go on and Bring on. Bring him in. Uh, yeah. Cam Newton, former MVP. Yeah. He can't throw the ball, but let's get him in there. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Just call Joe Namath Russell. Jamarcus Russell, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. There are names so, out there. So I think the Jets. I think Jets play. Et. Yeah. Who do they play? He has next? three fingers. That's because right now, and Andy Dalton's backing up Bryce Young, right? Yeah. And you got Teddy Bridgewater on the Lions. Yep. And you got. I don't know where Jacoby Brissett is. Those are he's, three guys that are kind of like Saint. Like he's backing up too. Yeah, they're like they can win games for you. They're pretty consistent. They're not like Marcus Mariota, big turnover machines. Marcus Mariota on the Eagles. A lot of people have been saying Kirk Cousins trade for Kirk Cousins. Thomas Brady. Tom, that would be insane. <laughs> Could you imagine Tom Brady swoops in, takes Aaron Rodgers' team, wins a Super Bowl? No, Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett, Favre. Brett Favre steps in. <laughs> Says, thanks, thanks for keeping the seat warm, Aaron. Yeah. I think he still has to return all that I money like, from the yeah, city. Yeah, I think he has legal <laughs> issues going on. Yeah, that might be a prerequisite. Yeah. I guess he could give some of his like contract Kirk money. Cousins would want to stay with the Vikings, I would think right? so. He was, he was actually, Jets tried to get him, tried to get him back, I think, when he was on Washington, and they actually offered him more money than Minnesota, than Minnesota did, but he wanted to go to Minnesota. Bro, oh, wow. RG3? RG3. Ooh, come on. Come on. RG3 just sitting just there talking about analysts. talking about football. You're no, like, Fitzpatrick would be. Fitzmagic? No, Tony Romo, though. Oh, my. <laughs> For real, though. Oh, better yet, Troy Aikman. <laughs> Bro, I'd take Joe Buck at this point, all right? Oh, <laughs> uh, Terry uh, Bradshaw. Let's yeah. just get them all in here. Yeah. The, the, what, basically, what we're saying is Zach, Zach Wilson <laughs> isn't the problem. And for all the talking heads out there talking about, oh, man, they got to get. No. Just, that's that's the that's the buzz right now. That's the buzz, but that's I don't even buzz. think that's the T, dude. The T is run the ball. You got two of mm. the best. Mm. Run the ball. Yeah, get some play action going. Come on. Yeah. Just run like I'm telling you. First down, run. Second down, run. Third down, run. You're telling me you're not going to be at a thir- uh, fourth and two? Run it again. Yeah. Take your punter out of the game. Yeah. Kick him off the team. Kick the punter off the team. We don't punt anymore. That'll be that'll be crazy. Yeah. If an NFL team yeah. just didn't punt anymore. I mean, that's my Madden team. <laughs> they need to turn into the high school football team. Works for me. They need to turn into the high school football team that has some big boys on the line. They don't have a quarterback. <laughs> the quarterback's a freshman, and they just run the ball all day, like run a wing T offense yeah. and a bunch of motions, a bunch of weird stuff. Like they need to turn into Air Force uh, football in college where they run the triple option, and they're just going, and the games are like, oh, this is so gross, but like, hey, it works. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. That was my high school. I went to a very small high school, graduating class of 40. Our quarterback was our punter, and we didn't have a kicker. So we never went for field goals. And we uh, and, and every time he wanted to punt, it was pretty much like, do you feel like punting or do you just kind of want to go for it? Yeah. This was a uh, playing the rock. <laughs> this was, yeah. This is my eighth grade team back in the day. Yeah. We, we just fixed the Jets. So you're welcome, yeah. uh, Robert Salad, if you're listening to this. <laughs> just go ahead and, and just listen to us, dude. Fire the punter. Fire the yeah. punter. Just cut him from the team. Yep. You don't need a punter. You don't need a kicker. Just get the Storm and Mormon to run it down their throats. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Maybe add a couple Jehovah's Witnesses to the team. Who knows what could happen, <laughs> you know? That wideout or DB. Mm. Oh, I know. Excuse me? 
why people can't play TV. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the other big kind of thing this week was injuries. Mm, a lot. A lot yeah. of injuries. So I know Saquon has a high ankle sprain. They said he's going to be out three to four weeks, which that's not good. Right. That ain't good for them. Um, dude, but the big one happened tonight. Nick Chubb. That one sucks. That's, rough. that's bad. That ain't good for the Browns. Out for the season. Out for the season, dude. Yeah, that that isn't good. When they when that helmet hit his leg and it just went like jelly yes, and he went down. You guys all see it, yeah. yeah Do the picture. It didn't look good, dude. It didn't look good. So, uh, yeah, prayers for him and hopefully yeah. he's. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a road to recovery for sure, but that's a big that's a big loss for them. There's a yeah. there's a doctor that I follow on Twitter. He's like an actual doctor, but he's like a huge football fan, so he like reports on like all injuries and stuff like that. And he was talking about like the severity of what it's looking like, and he like said like you might have to accept the possibility that he won't play another snap of football after this leg injury. Dang. Wow, that's yeah. the Alex Smith injury. Yeah, like it that it was bad. Dang. That's scary. Yeah, ho- hopefully not. Hopefully, it's just a really long recovery, maybe one and a half seasons, and then it can come slowly come back. That would be awesome. But yeah, sucks. I think the Browns are still going to be all right, and as as far as running backs go, just because it feels like no matter who they throw yeah. back there, produces they just yeah they produce. I mean Jerome Ford, he kind of came in for the rest of the game, right, and he still was able to rack up some yards and everything. Yeah. Whether it was Kareem Hunt or who was the guy last season? Dearness. Uh, their third string. Yeah. Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. They've had so many Johnsons. Yeah, is he still with them? They've had so many Johnsons in the day. Duke Johnson was their running back for a while. Yeah. He was fine. Yeah, that's a plug and play, dude. They're yeah. kind of like the uh, the Niners in that way where they can just kind of yeah. put whoever they want at running back. Yeah. They also so. have another prominent Johnson on the team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, no. What? <laughs> yeah, that Johnson's real prominent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, man. Uh do they re sign Kareem Kareem Hunt? Do they bring him back? Or mm. trade for Cam Akers. He's still a free agent. I'll give him Cam Akers. Cam Akers wash, bro. The, the Rams don't even dude. give him a chance. They like hype him up all yeah, preseason. Right? They're like, this dude is phenomenal. He's gonna be an RB one, and they just don't even give him the ball. It's like two. They give like two or three touches. You're like, bro. Game maker saga has been going on since last year, and I can't follow it. I was surprised. Yeah, it was surprised he wasn't traded last season. Yeah, and then he wasn't traded, and then he came back, and he like had a pretty good rest of the season. He's and in, they yeah. were like, oh yeah, this is our guy. Yeah, this is our guy. We love this guy. He's great in the locker room. And then like starting off again, it's just like. I mean, Kyron Williams is nice. He's balling, right? He's balling, yeah. um, and he's kind of nice in the the passing game too. So, hey, man, the Rams—not just because I'm a Rams guy—the Rams actually look like a pretty solid team. Give them top five, maybe top three most surprising teams so far. For sure, for sure. I think. Yeah, go ahead, Christian. Yeah, I was just gonna say. See, that's the thing, like. People don't understand when you have a coach who is as good as Sean McVay, like you are always going to be in contention. Mm. Even the first season that uh, Sean McVay came on as the head coach, the Rams stunned everybody. Yeah, eleven and five. This was a team dude. that just the year before. Yeah, I think they were three. Like they only won three or four games the season before. Sean McVay comes in, he turns everything around. Yeah, no, Sean McVay is great. He he. I mean, the passing game that we have right now. It seems like someone's open every single play. 
Um, I, I don't get that weird feeling that I used to get where um, a couple, you know, last season it was like when we would throw the ball, I would always be like flinching because when the camera wasn't showing downfield yet, I was like, oh, no, mm. what's what's going on down there? Um, in this season, I'm like, if I ever get that, I'm like, oh, like Puka's wide open, you know? It seems like there's that <laughs> there's that like 10-yard hook route that's just sitting there the whole time. Um, and then there's some deep stuff too. So our offense looks good, but the surprising thing is the defense because the defense is a bunch of no-name rookies, Aaron Donald, uh, and then a couple like one- or two-year guys that are playing out there, and they're all playing, they're pretty, playing pretty nice, dude. I mean – Seeing what the Niners did to the Steelers week one. Oh, man. And the Steelers defense is so good. And yeah. Like we saw that tonight. The Steelers defense took over that game and won the game for the Steelers. Um, and then to see the at halftime, the Rams were tied 17-17. And with that, there was like a weird pick where it tipped off his fingers and stuff. Like if that stuff doesn't happen, the weird football stuff that happens all the time, um, it could have been a different game going into the end of it. 100%. And that's the thing. Like I, uh, I know the history of Rams-Niners – Niners have been giving the Rams a tough time, and I thought this was going to be a not close game. Right. You know, Ram. I mean, the whole time I was, I was like, Rams can still win this. And I, for a while, there was a moment where I was like, they might actually pull this off. Uh, I don't think that's a total. Like, there, there's a losses that you walk away from, and you're like, man, that's rough. You know, like, but th- that, that that was the kind of loss we walk away and you're like, all right, the Rams are actually showing. They, they actually they even showed more. Like, it's kind of it's the kind of game where they might move up the power rankings after a loss. Dude, I, literally, I had. The probably the biggest smile on my face after a Niners Rams game that I've ever had. Even mm. the, some of the ones where, like, a lot of the time, even that playoff one where we won. Obviously, I was like running around the house because we we're going to the Super Bowl. But um, <laughs> the feeling that I had after this one was like I was I was I was optimistic. I'm like, oh, like this Rams team can actually, you know, especially because I'm not even needing them to go to the playoffs this year. I just want them to like develop some of these young guys be nasty out there, have fun. Like I want to have fun watching them upset people. Week one, we did it to the Seahawks in a pretty convincing way. And then week two, I think we were also convincing in the way that we lost by one touchdown to the Niners, who a lot of people, including myself, think are probably going to win the Super Bowl this year. Hmm. Yeah, do you guys want to touch on the Seahawks' lines at all? You go. (laughs) I mean, overtime game. Yeah, honestly, this was – I felt – I felt like I kind of felt neutral walking away from this. I felt like we were kind of in the same kind of spot we were last year. So I'm hoping we build on that. But I feel the same way that I felt about after the Seahawks Lions game last year, which is like, all right, we got some we got some good pieces on offense. But Lions and Seahawks are kind of almost the same team in a lot of ways. You got some quarterbacks that were considered two quarterbacks that were considered to be washed up. You got some underrated pieces at wide receiver, good run game, and a defense that needs improvement. And uh, I think that, I think we're, they're going to finish the season with similar records. I think that they're just a really similar team. So uh, I think it, it was a good game to to watch because it was a, uh, you know, it was it was bound to be an overtime. Just so much back and forth. Uh, each team made some pretty bad mistakes, and um, in the end, it was it was kind of a coin toss game. But I think they're really similar. The Lions look like that team that the Lions have been the last couple seasons. And it's like, when are they going to finally, and then people thought it was, you know, when they beat the Chiefs, it was like, oh, this is it. But like, even that Chiefs game, I was like, man, you know, we talked about it. If there wasn't so many drop balls, which there was incredibly high number of drop balls in that game, like the Chiefs take that. If if Travis Kelsey just suited up and played, the Chiefs would have won that game. It would have been an, another close game that the Lions lose 
this one, another close game mm-hmm. that the Lions lose. Like, that's just kind of what they're doing. And then, you know, but the stats that they're putting up are, like, great stats. Yeah. Their defense is just – there's so many holes in that defense. Totally. And, like, that, that's been the – I mean, Goff, had, Goff was throwing 400-yard games, high 300-yard games last year, and they were, like, losing all the time. Right. It's just like, dude, like – the offense, their offense is scary. Their offense, their offense is really is good. Nice. Yeah. You guys mind if I share yeah, a little? I felt uh, like the, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Christian. Oh. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah, I was just going to say, I felt like this week was cool. This is kind of going off the of Seahawks line. So did you want to say something? No, about no, Seahawks no, no, no. I was going on to a different different point. You go ahead. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was just going to say, I felt like this week there were so many good games because of the fact that the matchups were just so evenly matched, mm. right? Like Bengals-Ravens. Like those are two teams who, uh, you know, they kind of have a lot of similarities. Uh, Seahawks-Lions, they kind of got a, lo- a lot of similarities. Uh, Broncos-Commanders, um, Chargers-Titans, right? A lot of these teams are like very evenly matched. And so it just made for, uh, I feel like, some good football this past week. Well put. Yeah. So I have a little bit of tea about um, our boy. Everyone knows Scott Hansen, right? Of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Red Zone, Legend. the guy. Yeah. So uh, me and my coworker, we went down. My coworker and I. My bad. Coworker and I <laughs> went down because we were trying to get him to like film some like shorts, some like YouTube shorts. Like who works at the NFL, by the way, just in case yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. wondering how. Zero, how dude, you're just walking up to Scott Hansen. Yeah, yeah. You just wanted to put shorts on, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah. So we're walking up and he's like, he's like getting ready. Um, he was at a different studio. It wasn't like before Sunday or something like that. And he's like getting his like makeup done. And Wait, then he's like, what? Yeah, for they like, wear makeup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting his makeup done. And then he's like putting on this like lipstick or like lip balm or whatever. All right, seriously, and, I'm out. And he's like, you know, and he, he's like, so this is the tea about him. Is like, he's like weird. Like, like, cause he was like, so he's putting on this like lipstick or lip balm, whatever it was. And he's like, do you guys want some? It was like flavored lip balm. And he's like, do you guys want some? Like, I like, we like said it politely. We're like, no, we're good. Thank you. Like we were like super chill. And then like afterwards we're walking out and me and Jacob are like, dude, what? Like this is put the lotion on the skin. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, we were like, cause he has such like this, um, like confident, like cool guy persona when he's on red zone, you know? Yeah, dude. He can talk for like eight hours straight and hold, yeah, not go to the bathroom either. That's impressive. Yeah. And so we're just like the persona switch from like what you see, like on air, like in person, we're like, dude, this is trippy. This is weird. Yeah, you should tell him about Terror Nation and have him listen to this episode and see what he thinks. Yeah, actually, uh, Jacob Jacob wants a <laughs> Jacob was asking about a feature. He wants to hey, let's go. Co- come on the pod. Yeah, let's go. Totally. Yeah. And if Scott Hansen, if you're listening to this, uh, Mike is actually talking about that uh, Dateline guy, the other <laughs> Hansen guy. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. I've, I'm in the same room as Chris Hansen. Something went wrong. <laughs> 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 Who's that pizza for, Micah? <laughs> What? No, I was just trying to have fun. Uh, what, what? What? What's going on here? What do you think was going to happen here? Well, yeah, just just walk me through the story of. Uh, no, we have all your text messages from last night. No, I just wanted Scott Hansen to wear shorts. I don't know what's <laughs> like. Actually, I knew this was a setup. I just wanted to meet you. <laughs> Jokes on you, Chris. He's like, all right. <laughs> I just wanna- He's like, you want to try my lip gloss? <laughs> Watch out for well, Hansen. Scott was just trying to be a nice guy, man. <laughs> He's just like, hey, man, uh, you want a little bit of this? Micah's like, what a disgusting human being. He's like, what a freaking weirdo, He's like, it's man. pretty dry out today. Yeah. What is that, cherry blast? He's like, I got a fresh... It's that kiwi citrus, forum. bro. 
flavored. Bro, his lips, were, he was just trying to look plump, dude. On t- mm-hmm. I, He's, you know, he's looking out for you guys, man. Yeah, man. He's, t- I mean, he's <laughs> talking for a long time on those. Yeah, it yeah probably gets those dry. lips get dry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last thing you want is a cracked lip during red zone. Just <laughs> everyone's gonna talk about your mouth being the red zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, that's how do wild. we get Scott Scott Hansen's uh, lip balm as our next sponsor for the pod? <laughs> it's done. Yeah, it's just done. let Becky know, dude. Becky, she'll, yeah. she'll roll it. She'll speaking hook of, it up. Speaking of Becky, um. I think she has another uh, another ad for us, another sponsor for us. What's up, Tutter Nation? How you guys doing, boys? We're here again, live from Booger McFarland's annual Met Gala and Finger Food. <laughs> Where's every where everyone is forced to gaze at Booger's fingers and dress to impress. I'm here now on the red carpet. Let me give you the tea. Oh, here we have it first. The dynamic duo, Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans, are wearing matching Puka Nakua nightgowns. Oh, yeah, boys. I guess they are saying in the first two weeks of the season that they are the best to ever do it, y'all. Oh, over here I see another duo. The top earning QB of fantasy for the week, the two... Threat, the double threat, double the trouble, Daniel Jones and his running back, Saquads Barkley. Both are wearing nightgowns, but Saquads has his back flayed out like a hospital gown because he's injured. <laughs> Glass legs, everybody. There are numerous others in nightgowns flowing like the Mormon boy Puka, the Bengals' best wide receiver T. Higgins, and that dumb rookie QB putting up the numbers and the L's. CJ Stroud! Oh no, boys, what happens? The nightgowns have fallen off and footy pajamas are in full effect. Joe Burrow is back with the footy pajamas alongside the rest of the Bengals' offense, not named T. Higgins. And a bunch of other running backs, A.J. Dillon, who? Josh Jacobs, who? Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, who? Footy Pajamas, boys, that's who. Damian Pierce, you suck. <laughs> Basically, if your legs are constrained, you can't run the ball or pee freely. <laughs> this episode of Tutter Nation is brought to you by Booger McFarland's annual Met Gala and Finger Foods. If you want to do well in the games, count up, you jabronis. Whoa. Wow. That was intense. Yeah, I love love her. I think she should yeah. run this stuff by us, maybe. Like, <laughs> she's going to get us in trouble. Yeah. 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 The uh, the annual Booger McFarland's <laughs> so, Matt Gallon Finger Foods. You think they're just, they're just forced to gaze at the hands? Or? Do they have to like give it a little kiss when they come in? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like a mafia style <laughs> thing. Uh, but um, the nightgown. Booger's serving all the food. He's just <laughs> <laughs> serving it up with his hands. He doesn't even use serving utensils. He, put, he puts olives on all his fingers and like he can serve it to 13 people at once. <laughs> oh my goodness. He has a. He's only a handful of pigs in a blanket, but he's wrapped his own fingers <laughs> in the blanket, and you have to guess which one is the real. <laughs> oh. <laughs> These are some good party games. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Becky. Thank you for that. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to her about the uh, 
Well, what do we have? What do we have coming up next week? Um, the uh, oh, the Hanson's lip balm. <laughs> Hanson's lip balm. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see if we can get a. Can you set that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. got that. We'll uh, we'll set that up. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that was that was fun. Uh, let's uh, man. All we have left for this episode is uh, one of the best segments. Our newest segment. Take God. Take God. All right. So if you don't know what Take God is, basically I'll be asking them questions or showing them videos and appointing them, giving them points, but they won't know if they got points or lost points based on their takes until they watch the video afterwards. A little update on the race after two Take God episodes. We have Troy in first place with five points. Come on. Christian in second place with four points, and Noah in last place with three points. But that's okay, because we have another episode today. Let's go. Let's just get into it. So, <clears throat> the one football question. Don't be reading off my notes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. The one football question, right? Giving a little context, Justin Fields had a pretty poor performance. Mm. And so, mm. I want to give you guys a... <clears throat> Multiple choice, choose your situation. Hmm. Right? It's like this is like um goosebumps. Ooh. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah go it, to page sixty three. You died. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna go back. <laughs> All right. So your team is playing in the Super Bowl, right? Your quarterback gets injured, and you have these four quarterbacks to choose from. Okay. Which one do you ch- choose to start in the Super Bowl and why? Your four choices are Justin Fields. C.J. Stroud, Sam Howell, and Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. All right, no, we'll go with you first. Oh man, okay. You know what? I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at my team. I want somebody who has some experience. None of these guys really has any experience, but Jordan Love has sat behind a guy who does have experience, and he's been playing okay so far. I think I'm gonna trust him over. A C.J. Stroud, a Sam Howell, and a Justin Fields. Who? There, I mean, they really haven't been mentored that well. So, yeah, I'm just gonna go with with that. Okay, okay, Christian, what about you? Yeah, um, man, I like what Noah's saying about the whole experience thing. Um, so, I like Justin Fields because he's at least got a year under his belt as a starter. Um, I like the fact that he can kind of change the pace a little bit. He's more, you know, with my chief, with my chiefs being the team, um, fact that Patrick Mahomes is a mobile QB, but I think that Justin Fields would be able to even take that up another notch. Um, I think it just kind of changes the pace of the game a little bit, gives them a little bit of an edge, a little bit of an advantage. Um, and yeah, while I'd worry every time he goes back to throw a pass, uh, whenever he takes off with his legs, I feel like, ooh, a touchdown's coming, baby. Mm. Mm, nice, nice. All right, Troy. I'm going to switch it up a little bit, and I'm going to go with my boy rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Mm. Um, I'm going to say C.J. Stroud for a couple reasons. One, uh, in this scenario, he's the backup QB, or do I get to Oh, he's the starting QB. Right, right, right. But, like, my quarterback got injured, you said, going into the Super Bowl, so he was backing up prior to this. Um, and so – I'm just thinking, hey, with my receivers that I got out there, C.J. Stroud, I've only seen C.J. Stroud throw 
for th- over 300 yards and over like 350 yards in the two times I've seen him play in the NFL. Um, and he has booty cheeks as uh, receivers. I think that <laughs> when he's throwing to Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, um, he's, I think he's going to not only throw for 300 yards, but he seems to be making some pretty good decisions. He's not throwing a bunch of interceptions. Justin Fields can't say so much. Um, and he's also pretty mobile. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud. The last little rookie guy that took over for an injured quarterback ended up having one of the greatest careers ever, Tom Brady. Um, and so he won the Super Bowl that year. I don't see why C.J. Stroud can't do the same. Wow. Oh, okay, well okay. I love that you guys all went with different people and not just going. Sorry, on. Sam Howell. <laughs> Rip Sam Howell. All right. <clears throat> on to the second question. Nothing to do with football. All right. Perfect. Which Chris is the best actor and why? Mm. Chris Evans, Chris Pine, or Chris Hemsworth? No Pratt. No Pratt. Evans, Pine, Pine. And Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah. All right. Who's we'll Evans? Can we Captain America? Chris yeah. Hansen to the list? <laughs> <laughs> no, no Chris Hansen to the list. Um, Shucks. All right. Christian, we'll start with you. Uh, man, I got to go. I got to go with Chris Evans. Um, just because, like, he's, he's Captain America, man. And, I mean, that might be a dumb reason, but uh, he embodied that role so stinging well. Um and I feel like, I feel like he's kind of had a weird range of movies. Like he's done a few comedies. Uh, I remember, I think he was in like not another teen movie. So like he did that whole thing. He was uh, the Human Torch. You know, he was good in that. Um, yeah, I don't know, Chris Evans. I like him. All right, Troy, I'm gonna go with Chris Pine. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Chris Pine. And uh, I think talking about versatility, I think he actually is the most versatile out of these three. Um, he was just in, um, shoot, uh, Don't Worry Darling or, or something like that, where he was this, like, villain creature um, that he played that pretty well. It was, like, a super dark, like, drama. Uh, he was just in a, um, or one of my one of my favorite ones that he's in is a Horrible Bosses 2, uh, where he is playing uh, just this super oh, yeah. funny dude. Um, one of the best characters in that entire show. And it's hard to do because the other three guys that are headlining horrible bosses are super funny. Um, and so, but when he came in, he just like, he was just hilarious. Um, so he can do comedy, he can do drama. Um, he's also, yeah, he's been in a couple other things where he can be a mean guy and a funny guy uh, at the same time. And so I, uh, I'm gonna go with pine. No, I like that, man. I really wanted to go Hemsworth just to be different, but I got to go Evans because he's one of the few actors that actually made me forget that he was like that he played a role. Like when I saw uh, Captain America, I totally forgot he was a Human Torch because he's he he played completely different guys there. The haircut helped a lot, but uh, he he can play like like a funny, carefree guy in Fantastic Four. He can play really serious, upstanding like. Um, likable good guy like uh, uh, Captain America and then also I don't know if you guys have seen um, Defending Jacob he, he's he got a really Ooh, kind of a yeah. dark like kind of a brooding role in that um, he's just somebody who he can really kind of just become the character that uh, he plays and he's, he's he's definitely 
at least the top two of all the Chris actors. Become another person. Become another person. <laughs> there were some very strong what? opinions. I'm, 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 I'm happy with Master what I disguise? heard. <laughs> all right, turtle. <laughs> Am I not turtley enough for the turtle club? Turtle. Wow. <laughs> That's the only part I know from that movie. But yeah, I remember the turtle scene. I don't remember uh, the become another person. Oh, you got to watch it, bro. It's it's amazing. Yeah, throwback. All right, moving on to the third and final question. Yes. In as much detail as you want, Uh-oh. please describe what is the better season, summer or winter? Um, Who did I start with for? I start, so it's Troy goes first. This is an easy one. It's winter. Summer is very hot, uh, first of all, and I don't really like it when it's that hot. I find myself not, even though it's summer and like you're supposed to be outside doing stuff because it's summer, I find myself inside with the air conditioning on because it's so hot. Mm-hmm. It might be the fact that we live in a desert, uh, but it's just kind of the way, it, the way it is. Winter, football is happening, yeah. first of all, which is just, there ain't other in much else to say. When people say, hey, what's your, what's your favorite season? I say football season. <laughs> um, and, and winter, the football that is happening is just amazing. Uh, we're talking a little bit of November, December, January. The Super Bowl is in February in the winter. And so uh, every time the groundhog doesn't see a shadow and we get six more weeks, that's one of my favorite days of the year. Um, hockey is going on. You can go snowboarding. It's nice outside. I, I like wearing uh, sweaters and layers and stuff, and you can't do that in the summer. Um, and so if it's cold, you can always put on more stuff to feel warm. If it's hot, you can only take off so many things until you get arrested. Yeah. And so I'm going to go winter final answer. <laughs> All right, Noah. Uh, I got a couple names for you. <laughs> Again? Michael Bublé. <laughs> Santa Claus. Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> These are all guys that love Christmas, celebrate Christmas. Christmas is in the winter. It's the best time of the year. California, we need a break from the heat because in the summer, only way I can put it is... My balls was hot. <laughs> and winter, you don't got that problem. That's fast. <laughs> all right, Christian. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be uh I'm going to go out on the other side here and go ahead and advocate for summer. Okay. Um I think it's 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 as a kid, you grow up and you look forward to this season more than any other season in life. Mm. So much so that even as an adult, there's something so special about it that you know when summer comes, that's the time to hang out with your boys. That's the time to go to the beach. That's the time to make memories. That's, there's even there's even uh, Rascal Flatts song. You guys remember this one called Summer Nights? How's that go? Summer yeah. Nights. How does that go? The, yes. uh, look it up. Apple Music, Spotify. Well, you can't can give us a verse real <laughs> quick? Yeah, just, a, just a little bit. Summer Nights. Summer You'll nights. gain some points if you get a verse. Nights. There you go. Oh, so okay. Summer Nights. I remember that one. We get copyrighted for that. Every <laughs> he says, uh, "That was pretty spot on." Everybody's feeling maybe. sexy. Ooh. Ooh. Summer nights is summer is just a sexy time. So if you want to go, you know that route. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think summer is just a good season. I like it. Seven summer. You think winter is sexier Walmart. than summer? Good song. What'd you say? I, I said you think winter is sexier than summer. I mean, I've <laughs> never heard of a summer song that got people canceled, but. I really can't stay, baby. It's cold outside. I mean, talk about sexy. I mean, come on. 
that might get us flagged. But that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, perfect. I'm glad that there was some diversity with the takes. That makes it a lot more fun on my side. So, but that'll do it for take God segment. Mm. Perfect. Mm. Lowercase t, lowercase g. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. I mean, what is this? Episode five? Episode five, season four, Tutter Nation. Um, if you guys haven't been already, watch it on the YouTube. It does add a little bit extra, especially with that Take God segment. There's points thrown around. Um, you can see kind of our expressions and some of the stuff that we're saying. Um, you can see the face I make when I'm wheezing into the microphone because I'm <laughs> laughing. And you can also uh, get a glimpse at Becky Jean. Yeah. Ah. And the stuff that she's doing, which is just, again, we have one of the best uh, reporters around. So it's a good thing we uh, lock her down. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for tuning in. Grab your parents' uh, credit cards. Send us some money. Um, and uh, follow us on all the all the things. Instagram. We haven't been posting much, but we, we're going to start. We posted. We, we got two up. But this, this Wednesday, I'm actually free on like being on a table for five hours. Let's so go. so yeah. we got Instagram, we got TikTok, we got the YouTube, we got the Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you need to get got us. It all. You got us second best. We're back at number two, <laughs> second best po- pro football podcast in the world. Still coming for you, Oprah. Um, we are Tutter Nation and we out. All right. We are Tutter Nation and we're back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. We have another thing. Uh, the secret word of the day. Um, and, and it's already been said and I can't, uh, I totally forgot about this. <laughs> I can't too. remember one word that he said, um, besides lip balm. So that's going to be mine. Uh, yes. Okay. Mine's going to be lip stick. Actually, mine's going to be lipstick. Thick. Okay. Lipstick. Locking it in. Locking it okay. in. Lipstick. No. What about you? Lip gloss. Lip gloss. Okay. Christian. Uh, I think you try to work it into the Take God segment, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just go with Chris Evans. Oh, Chris Evans. Okay, okay. Is that you locking it in? Nice thought. Yeah, lock it. Okay. Drummel. And Troy is correct. Oh, well done. Wait, 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 wait. Did you switch your answer? Which one did you wait? Which one did you lock in? You locked in lipstick. <laughs> I locked in stick. Oh, then you're wrong. Oh, it's bomb. <laughs> it's lip balm. Dang oh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I had it right first. Yeah, that's why I was like, my goodness. Yeah. You get a half point, right? Yeah, you get a, yeah, you get a half point. I yeah, get a, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. I said them I said them back to back, hoping. You did. Because I was like, I'm, I had oh. no idea. Lip balm fit came into my head first, but then I remembered you said lipstick. And so yeah. I'm like, I can't even remember if you said lip balm. I said all three. I said I lip balm, lipstick, and lip gloss. <sighs> well done. Wait, so did Scott Hansen actually <laughs> offer you? No. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> he's listening to the podcast. He's like, That's I defamation, never did bro. That. That's defamation. Dude, you don't understand how hard it is to fit lip balm into an organic conversation, dude, without creating... Sp- hey, Noah, hit the, hit yeah. the apology. Oh, apologize for this. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Micah, this one's yeah. yours, man. I can't believe you would do that steep solo just to get your secret word in (laughs) that 
defaming a famous. All right, this is for Scott Hansen. Uh, big apologies for misrepres- misrepresenting you, defaming your character like that. That was completely unacceptable just for the sake of the game of the pod. Um, big apologies. I hope you don't smack me in the face the next time you see me in office. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Man, I knew that a guy... Does Jacob even want to come on the pod? Does what? Is there even a Jacob? Ja- no, Jacob does. Jacob does, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I knew a guy that can hold his pee for eight hours. Ain't putting on no lip balm, <laughs> all right? <laughs> uh, man, I lost so much respect for him, and now it's all back. Mm-hmm. So we, you heard it here first. Scott Hansen is back. Um, <laughs> he never left. <laughs> Comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year, Scott Hansen. <laughs> Red Zone is the best invention ever. It really is. Um, I, I put it up there with the light bulb, mm-hmm. uh, the Johannes Gutenberg printing press, and Augustus Gloop Soup. <laughs> and the Gloop Soup. <laughs> we are Tutter Nation, and we out.